welcome back to Slacks. Uh, my name is Mallory. I'm Mathilde. I'm Darina. And we are three London lesbians talking about topics you want to hear about and we really enjoy talking about. Um, so it's been a while since we've recorded our minute. last podcast. There's long. been a lot of changes um, <gasps> on our changed? side. Everything well, changed. I think Just we... Day jobs. Um, day jobs. Tell <laughs> so Stick to the day jobs. We were all singing earlier. I and know. pleasant. To, uh, I'm very happy to uh, let you know that you don't have to hear any of us singing. So Yes, you actually do. Or you can. Because I <laughs> captured it for the gram. At Slack's content. podcast. All right. So you have to listen to us a little bit. Um, Mathilde, so any news on your front? No. Nah. Hey. Come on. <laughs> no news. Thanks. Bye. Next. Um, yeah, I am going to, um, well, I'm not going to have a baby. My wife is going to have a baby, so I will also have a baby, but I am not the one cooking the baby. Hey. So you're going to be a mother soon. I will be a mother Congratulations. soon. Congratulations. All the slacks babies. Are, so many slacks babies. Are you excited? I'm very excited. It's a, it's a good old mix of excited, terrified, um, not really quite realizing often forgetting because I'm not the one who's pregnant so sometimes I just simply like if I had a busy day or like a busy week I just come back home and I, and I see Stephanie I'm like oh yeah yeah you're pregnant <laughs> oh yeah I forgot and you know some days I remember it more than others like obviously when we have a scan and that kind of stuff like I remember it very well but I just never thought I would like now and then forget but yeah you, you do because if it's not the one if you're not the one that has all the, like the, the physical mm sensations and the kicking and the whatever um now and then it just kind of hits you oh my god i'm gonna be a mom which is weird in a way because you're gonna be a, you, you know you're becoming a mom but you don't have any other physical sort of right. things so mm. it's interesting um but yeah i think i think i have very very mixed feelings and that doesn't mean in a negative way but i think i'll just one minute i'll be very excited um another minute scared another minute forgetting another minute worried or anxious like all of that stuff i think it's normal but um it's so normal yeah, yeah. i definitely had my moments of like being like what the fuck are we doing do we make the right choice too late like do you know what i mean <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden so we had our baby by the way so she's now two ooh, and a half ooh, months old we're gonna she get is. there so gorgeous yeah and it's like the thing that i have to say is now going through all of those reservations it's just like rain or shine you just deal with it that's it like it's just a thing and 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 it's just a part of your life and it's just there and it's great and also like yeah. sleep deprivation is a real thing i mean yeah 100 percent sleep deprivation i feel like that is one of the things i'm the most scared of I think the other thing I'm mostly scared of as well is kind of losing myself mm. and losing myself as like part of a couple. Um, you know, like all the different sides of you that you have in your mind, like, you know, this is me at work. This is me as part of a couple. This is me on my own. All that kind of stuff. Almost sort of wiping the slate clean. And all it is is you're a mom now and mm. that's all you are and again i'm just being very honest here there's nothing wrong with it and, and i'm and i know i'm gonna love it and i think i'm gonna be a good mom but there is that fear of like all the stuff you had so far that it was you know that's who you were and that's who you kind of worked hard to get to kind of gets wiped clean a little bit and i don't know if that happens or not but that's one of the things i'm anxious about mm. i think it's a real 
thing to be anxious about. Like it's plausible. Like mm-hmm. I, I get it. And I feel like anybody who probably, you know, like isn't a parent, wants to be a parent or thought about it or whatever, probably would think that that's the thing. And to be fair, I'm no expert because we our baby is now literally almost two and a half months old. So what do I know? But um, what I do know is that I actually feel having a baby and not being the the carrier um, has made me feel invigorated about what I want to do next in my life. And it's actually made me feel more um, empowered with how I want to approach my life. In what way? How, what, how is that? How well, is that related? I guess because you have something else in your life that's not about you, you know, and it's this creature that just like needs this unconditional love and all of this stuff. But it actually makes you realize that you don't like your life. It's still important, like your happiness, your progression, whatever it is that you want to be going, how you want to be going through life is equally as important as taking care of this other person that's now your life, you know, and your personal happiness and your personal well-being is incredibly important to the well-being of your family, you know. So if you're not in a good place, then how is that going to be good for your family or for for your child? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that. What it's kind of shown me so far is where I used to lag on why I couldn't take next steps or I, or if I would be, you know, a little bit more reserved and in, in taking, you know, like a risk. Now I'm kind of like, I'm going to take a risk, but I'm going to do it in a way that, you know, keeps me kind of set up. And I'm talking more about work. You know, I've been in my job for a long, long time and it's a stable job and I'll, I'll stay in it, but I'm still, I'm like, I'm more excited about what the future can bring, if that makes sense. So yeah. for me, it's brought a sense of like, I don't know, like we have this new life in our, in our lives and, um, and I'm just really excited. And I want to be able to show to my daughter that I can move on with my life and I can do things that are different and things that might scare me. But I think that's a good thing because, if I'm not doing that, what kind of example am I going to be setting for her in the yeah. future? You know, that's definitely something that I've been feeling about. Like I've been feeling already. A few months ago, I was I, I was definitely on that kind of journey of thinking, well, okay, what's my next step? Like now that I'm going to be a mum soon, what can I do so that my daughter is proud of me, so that I can set a good example and all that kind of stuff? So I've signed. Uh, I've I've got into an MA, and I'm nice. going to start doing a creative oh. writing MA well in, done. The, in autumn. Nice. Wow. Um, and hopefully finish the bloody novel I'm trying to write. Um, and I think that kind of makes me excited as well because it's something that, again, maybe it will be that kind of little thing for myself um, that I will be doing. But because I know that once um, our daughter is born... You know, I really want to like be all in and and really kind of try and for the first few months at least to really just be as much of a mom as I can be. But I think I, I just wonder if it would be nice as well to kind of keep a little thing for myself. And I think, like you said, something that builds my future up um, will be a good thing for me and for her. Absolutely. I mean, now that we have a child, I don't feel like our lives have changed in a sense that we go to bed earlier and that we're a little bit more sleep deprived. And that we hang out with friends a little bit earlier and we get drunk a little bit earlier. So that is kind day of... Drunk. Hey, I, day drunk. Hey, is good. I'm a huge advocate of day drinking. It's going to be so good in the summer, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, to be honest, like that's kind of it. And But other than that, our lives have kind of remained the same. And we just have this amazing little packaged human being that's adorable. I'm biased, mm. obviously. She is adorable. And that's, and she that's is. it. 
but so adorable. But that is it. And like, I think that, you know, um, you should still have the things that are important to you. Like I'm going to be taking a, a course as well. And, and it, your life doesn't stop. I think if anything, it just, it's enriched in a different way. Yeah. And we're still getting to the, like how enriching this will be because obviously right now it's a, you know, our baby is a pooping, crying, you know, peeing, <laughs> feeding machine. Um, but you know, um, I, I think it's it's an exciting chapter. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited and it and is wonderful to just kind of be not a, a witness, but not just a witness. I'm very involved in this pregnancy. Um, but just kind of see what the human body can do, what the female body can do, like all of the little details. I'm finding it fascinating. I never thought I'd spend hours like speaking to friends about like pregnancy stuff and yeah, I'm I'm finding I'm finding the whole nature aspect of it fascinating, like mm. what people do and and like all of the little details of like how the breast milk changes as your baby grows up and and because it knows exactly what kind of nourishment your baby needs at different stages and just everything, everything mm. is fascinating and 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 it's very refreshing to feel to be reminded of how animal we are for certain things. Mm. Um, I think that's that's a really lovely thing to to kind of to just remember. And and you mm. know, I think when you get I mean, I'm not saying I'm old, obviously, but like when you get to your thirties, you kind of feel like you've got your body worked out mm. or like the female body worked out and you kind of know more or less. And once, you know, once someone is pregnant, like the things that it can do is almost like it just kind of ticks on not as a next thing because it's not necessarily next but it just kind of the a body all of a sudden does all these things that you didn't think it could do mm. and and it just kind of knows what to do and it sort of slowly grows and it yeah just things shift around and move around and it just kind of they just kind of do that obviously you can help it by eating well and like taking folic acid and all that kind of stuff but but really the body just kind of knows exactly what to do and yeah. does it mm. and, and the baby grows and yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, it's interesting because none of us have been pregnant in this room. That's no, true, yeah. actually. Yeah, not yeah. even Bear the dog, who's currently like sleeping on, she on was, Mal's lap. She we, was we have a little guest. Quite young. We she have a little spayed. guest tonight. Um, we will of course put her on the Instagram. We have Bear, who is Mal and Chess's cockapoo. Her first, da- their first daughter, our their first, first baby, their firstborn. <laughs> um, and she is um very much asleep on Mal's lap right now, which. I've taken a thousand photos of already. So. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry about Just, that. you know, that. Uh, cockapoo underscore the underscore bear on Instagram. Oh <laughs> so anyone who wants to follow her. To be follow. honest, don't follow because we don't really post that frequently. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. I'm going to make an un- a confession now. I unfollowed the account <gasps> because you hadn't posted in like a year and a half. Right. I was like, a year and fair a play, fair play, fair play. I mean, I could have just left it on I'm going to post again so that to, like, you can follow us again. Who I was following. Um, yeah, if you post again, I'll follow you again. Just um, you know, okay, fine. Me. I probably <laughs> won't post it. again. Do you want to take over the account? No. <laughs> <laughs> that no. was worth asking. Hashtag though. delegation. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> Failed. Um, um, Mal, how has it been? How have the last two and a half months been? Yeah, yeah it's been. It's been a ride. It's been like I'd say the first two weeks were intense it's just like a massive blur the first two weeks the birth and everything the birth and then just like having a newborn and just being like what do i do with this thing and how do i keep it alive do you feel prepared um like 
yes and no. Like nothing prepares you because you just don't know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Like literally, I was just as prepared as the both of you, which is not prepared. I, I felt reasonably prepared. I'm, I'm there for a lot of conversations. I knew there's a thing called a doula. Didn't know what that was before. Yeah. Oh my God. Birthing doula. I like am obsessed with our doula. She is amazing. We're she actually is. friends with her now. For the for the sake of the podcast, can you explain what a doula is, please? Is it yeah. just specifically a Walthamstow thing? No, it's definitely seems not to a Walthamstow thing. It's a thing. worldwide it's thing. It's a worldwide thing. I think it's probably, it's picked up more in America, I know. But I think in the UK, it's probably Meghan more. Meghan Merkel had one. Oh, did she? Well, yeah. she was living in the UK, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. I think in America that, that it's more like midwife driven. But anyway, so doula, and feel free to also add because you're using the same doula. Indeed. Um, you're sharing a doula. We're sharing a That's doula. That's the most right. lesbian thing I've ever Actually, heard. Actually, we got our doula as a recommendation from a very good friend of ours. So, you We're know. passing her around. We're passing, passing her, her around. around. Okay, yeah. good to know. So if anyone wants a doula who's about to have a no, baby, don't take let us know. It's fine. You're giving, you're having a baby soon-ish. So, you know, like. I want to keep her around forever. Well, yeah, well, you can be friends with her. Fine. I think that so, might be weird if you kept her, like, after the birth we've though, kept right? her after the birth oh like she's you can be like friends no, but with she's her? become a friend now yeah oh i guess that's good yeah i guess that's cool then but so um i'd like to think that we're special people <laughs> anyway <laughs> you've been chosen by your doula so a doula is somebody who is um an advocate for bo- both the birth mother and the partner mm. so they are somebody who kind of acts on your behalf and they're there pre-birth so they'll do things like a birth plan with you before you go, you know, actually to the hospital for the birth. They'll do um, uh, prenatal massages, come to your house and like just really kind of shower the birth mother and also talk about any reservations the birth partner has. Just talking through the whole birth process and that sort of thing. Wow. And then they're there for the actual birth. And in our case, um, you know, we had a very long process because uh, Francesca had to be induced and, right. and inductions can take from like a few hours to like days. And in our instance, it was days. Um, and our doula was there every step of the way with us. And it's really nice because the doula will also kind of be there to let you know what are the risks of any decision that needs to be made. So a hospital or a doctor will let you know um, what kind of steps need to be taken. Um, and, you know, you can I think a lot of the times medical practitioners can just throw things at you and scare you without kind of giving you any sort of other information or letting you know that there are alternatives or letting you know that it's okay to say no Mm. um or what your legal rights are or what your legal rights Mm -hmm. are exactly so a doula is somebody who and our particular doula um you know used to be a midwife and was a nurse practitioner so she had a lot more medical training than maybe some other doulas but I think either way, in in general, doulas kind of understand what the the rules of the road are when Mm. people are giving birth and how to kind of navigate hospitals Mm. and midwives and these sorts of things. So they're essentially somebody there who's an advocate, um, mostly for the birth mother, but also for the partner. Um, And, you know, our birth process took six days. We were in the hospital and she was there the entire time. The oh, entire time. Nice. So much so that it, she even said to me, as soon as the induction happened, she was like, you need to go home and get some sleep. She's like, this is going to be a journey. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what that means. And I feel really guilty for leaving. She's like, trust me. And so I went home and I slept like six hours that night. And she's like, this is the most sleep you're going to get in the next few days. And I was wow. like, what? I didn't believe her. And then the next morning I got to the hospital at like 7 a.m. 
And Francesca started going, uh, started getting contractions at like 8 a.m. At the hospital. At the hospital. And then the doula also went home at that point because we kind of did like a crisscross. And she she left. And then I came back. And then she had contractions for like 10 hours. I won't go into the whole birth story. But wow. moral of the story is, is that she was with us until the baby was born. And then after the baby was born for like, uh, you know, like more than for the majority of the day and then mm. she went home but we had to stay in the hospital just because there were complications with Francesca everything is fine everyone's happy home and healthy um but yeah I mean if she wasn't with us I would have been a disaster I was a disaster but it was still like she yeah, was such a great. huge help she, it was amazing yeah big up to the doula yeah oh I'm, I'm a huge advocate of doulas I think if you can have one um you should get one yeah. and if anyone is interested we if- can give you the details of our doula if you email us but you probably need to be pregnant, right? You can't just you have, have a doula. To be <laughs> you can't yeah. just request yeah. one. Hang on, no, yeah. there are deaf doulas as well. What? what? Yeah, isn't so that a therapist? That... <laughs> no, <laughs> deaf doula is someone that you know, like the big, you know, the big things in your life. She also like helps you go through that process. If you're if you're dying, dying or yeah, wow, yeah. that I did not. So like know. the doula is like I guess uh, someone that kind of comes on a journey with you. Can helps you, you be a birth doula and a death doula? I don't know if you could. I, I don't know. You could be. I guess. I those are two different, know. very different skill sets. I think sets. you'd probably have, yeah, have different sets of knowledge. But yeah, I heard that that's a thing as um, well. Does our, does our, did our doula tell you that? About no, that? I think I read it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think I read it somewhere. Um, so yeah, so I'd say like the past couple of months has been a journey. It's been great. Um, it's also been, you know, like there's been some lows because of the sleep deprivation and just trying to get into a groove of a new routine. Yeah. Um, and also just life changing a little bit, but obviously for the better, but it's still, when you're in like a sleep deprivation state, it's hard to kind of like see outside of the sleep deprivation. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. But generally as the weeks go on, it keeps getting easier and easier. So are there things that you thought were going to be the case that actually haven't happened at all? uh how do you mean well basically there's two questions one is was there is there stuff that surprised you that you didn't expect at all and on the other side is there stuff that you thought you were gonna have to deal with and actually it wasn't the case at all yeah okay yeah so good question so I think what I didn't expect was to have the baby be actually a lot easier to take care of in the early days so it's actually not that labor intensive. They have very basic needs like pooping, peeing, feeding, sleeping and swaying them, comforting them. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like there's not that much kind of interaction because they're so new to the world that there's not actually that much that's kind of there. You just have to be there and, mm-hmm. and take care of them. So that's actually a lot less intensive than I thought it was going to be. Um, and I think that also within the first month, because I took a month off of work and uh, it's so little like work in that respect that like your brain doesn't get jogged enough. So I was finding myself like trying, like I felt really stupid after a couple of weeks. I'm like, I need to read or I need Stimulated. to do something to stimulate my brain. And Francesca mm-hmm. feels exactly the same way. Um, but obviously it's a little bit harder, I think, for the birth mother because they're constantly breastfeeding if you can breastfeed. And, and that's a labor intensive thing to do. So I think from my experience, it's it's been different, but I think it's equally as important because you're there to support, you know, the breastfeeding and you're there changing nappies and holding the baby and, and putting the baby to bed and comforting them. And, you know, so it's, it's really like a team effort. Um, 
What was your second question again? Just the other the other way around. So is there stuff that um has surprised you? Um I think what has surprised me is the amount of nappies that I've changed. <laughs> I'm actually like supremely impressed the amount of times that babies defecate and just urinate. Um, they, they can't eat that much, right? I mean, she's just, I don't really understand. Yeah, on. it's it's breast <laughs> she's milk. She's not eating solid food yet. Yeah, and thank God they're not like dog shits or human shits that are coming out of them. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. yeah, they're they're very much just like, they're like it's 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 not diarrhea because right. that's obviously not good if a baby has diarrhea. But if I'm sure. going to give an example that you can understand, it's kind of like diarrhea. But it's not as yeah. smelly, is no, it? No, no, no. It's definitely not smelly at all. Good. There's no shame or anything in them. You know, they're like brand new to this world, drinking nothing but holistic breast milk. Wow. Or formula fed, whatever way that yeah, they're yeah. being fed. You know. Um, yeah, so I think that that was one thing that was surprising. Like we're talking like ten to twelve nappies a day, right? Wow. So you become a professional uh, nappy changer, or as I actually that say, diaper bad. changer. Yes, if you think about like the amount of times that you go to the bathroom, probably ten or twelve a day. Do, do you go? Do you go that often? I drink a lot of water. <laughs> I was, we were talking. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking pee. between. I'm talking in between the two. Poo I was and just pee. talking general bathroom guys. I, why did the oh god the temperature just dropped in the room? Just right I was there. like, I, was like, I don't right. want to break this to you, but that's too many times to have a poo a day. Um, <laughs> I drink a lot of water. I'm saying yeah, nothing yeah, more yeah, than yeah. that. No, I drink a lot of water too. I probably go not 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 twelve times a day, but maybe I'm gonna I count easily, tomorrow. Easily have twelve, 12, 12 yeah, a day. Yeah, easily. Yeah, 100%. yeah, I don't know about easily. I'm gonna start counting. Um, but I think the other thing that I've um, was surprised about was how much of a connection I would have formed quickly. So that was something I was really concerned about. To your point earlier, um, and uh, yeah, it's just really nice to have this baby that's yours and that needs you, you know, mm-hmm. and that you just love because they're so cute, you know. And the love just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger every day. I think. I think in the first couple of weeks, there was something that Francesca and I kind of admitted to each other that we felt really guilty about. We were like, we're like, is it bad that we don't feel like we have like a real connection with the baby yet? You know, we're just because they're so brand new. We were just like, is it bad that like we feel closer to bear in some ways than than we do to mm. the baby? And, mm. you know, and and I and when. You know, so I think I said it to her first and she's like, I was going to say the same thing, but I felt really guilty saying oh. it. And I'm like, I'm like, I know, but I'm like, surely this is going to change. And obviously it does change. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, people can judge me for saying that, but whatever, I'm a human and that's just how it is. Um, but yeah, it is incredible. I think the bonding experience is pretty incredible. But it's so important to say that because I think that's the case for everyone. Well, most people anyway, because like it's so hard to connect with beyond the instinct of taking care of of a baby because they don't give anything back for a while. Exactly. I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. And I think once they start smiling, it's yeah. like, okay, this is all worth it. connection's got to be based, I think, on a little bit of feedback. I think if totally. it's just one way, yeah. it takes a while. Totally. Mm. Plus, this is a brand new human who's mm, in your totally. life. Like, you know, you've obviously been there for the whole, like, process. Um, but yeah, it's a brand new person. It's a brand yeah. new human, and, yeah. and who's very, very, very dependent on you. And it's so many emotions and absolutely like everything together. That yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So D, what tell us about what's been new in your life? 
So I've been on a little journey of my own over the past um, two months while you guys have been making babies and having babies. I decided um, that I was going to sign up to do a charity boxing match. Hell which yes. Which is Amazing. happening which, on the 19th of March. Even though we're good friends, I was seriously surprised. Yeah. You didn't tell us at all. Like yeah. it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so I love what this I... how you break the news yeah, though. No. You're like, by the way, I'm gonna do this really <laughs> fucking professional thing yeah. and like get my face punched in three times a week. It's far more than three times. I wish it was only three times, but yeah, so what it was was um I've been aware of a organization called Pride Boxing for a couple of years. Uh, there was a friend of mine that did it a few years ago and she said it was an incredible experience. And And what it is, is that you sign up um, to do two months professional boxing training and you do it in aid of the Albert Kennedy Trust. So the Albert Kennedy Trust is an incredible charity um, that supports uh, homeless LGBTQ plus um, teenagers and youth. Um so I was very aware of Pride Boxing, was, was separately very aware of Albert Kennedy, was very aware of how the two like work together and was always kind of intrigued um, by it. And then at um, Christmas, I was feeling like, you know, it's Christmas, had a little bit of a touch of like Christmas blues, definitely ate too much Christmas food, um, <laughs> too much boozing, was physically feeling quite out of shape which I like to like go to the gym and and keep fit and I definitely wasn't feeling it and um was just scrolling through Instagram one night and saw um a promoted post from Pride Boxing UK uh that were saying that we're they were going to do another round of Pride Boxing that the registrations were open training started in the middle of January and I was like you know what this this is totally it this is exactly what I want it's a huge reason to get fit and healthy it is doing well volunteer work and raising money for an amazing charity whilst getting fit it's meeting an incredible group of people and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna do it and I didn't tell anyone yeah you really didn't uh, tell anyone until I was almost about to start training because I had to really um I did sign up but I was still mulling over it I was like is this something that I really want to do. I knew that the training was going to be very intense physically, as well as huge time commitment. I was very aware of the fact that I was signing up to do a fucking boxing match. And I knew that I was going to learn a lot about myself physically and emotionally. And I wasn't sure if I was really up for the challenge. And I watched um, some of the YouTube videos that Pride Boxing have got on their YouTube channel and I think there was something kind of in the back of my mind going well you know it's quite color boxing so probably I mean I don't know it's probably not going to be like real boxing but say white collar boxing it's white color boxing yeah what's that mean so it's it's exactly what this is which is people signing up to to train and and do a boxing not professional not professional professional. so you've got white collar uh you've got amateur boxing and then you've got professional boxing okay fine uh so amateur boxing you have to be kind of on the road to being professional um and it's got its own set of rules and you have mm. to you know it's it's a whole other thing but mm. white collar is the kind of boxing that that anyone can uh not anyone but you have to sign up with a proper organization to mm. be trained and, and take part in um so yeah i i mulled over it and mulled over it and then decided right i'm definitely gonna do it and then before i started training i told everybody <laughs> um so then i was like well i can't back out now i've told everybody 
Uh, I'm going to do it. And from then, it's just been the most incredible journey. And we're not far off now. The um, the match is on the, the 19th of March. So there's been official training se- uh, sessions twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. There's a two hour um, optional, but I've tried to go as many as go to as many as I can sparring and um, ring craft sessions with a, a professional boxer called Sherelle Brown mm. on Sundays, which is uh, two hours and um, as much gym activity as I can fit in in the interim. So I haven't seen too much of, of either of you, um, unfortunately, because I've really thrown myself into it. I've been on You've got to, though. special diet. Yeah. I've yeah. been eating yeah. four meals a day. I don't want to see broccoli ever again after the <laughs> 19th of March or chicken or salmon. You're going to be on the pasta, uh, on the carbs I after mean, this. Are you not allowed it. to eat any pasta or anything like that? I can. Yeah, I can eat some. So you can have... Um, yeah, what so is I have the four boxer's meals diet? A day. So yeah. the boxer's diet, I'll tell you what I eat in a typical day now. And this is with doing very hard gym training. Mm-hmm. So for breakfast, it'll be something like um, two poached eggs with spinach, mm-hmm. um, 40 grams of nuts mm-hmm. and some fruit. Mm-hmm. And then lunch will be a massive salad um, with some fruit. And then about four o'clock, I'll eat some chicken and broccoli and not on the same plate, but oat cakes, um, mm-hmm. about four oat cakes with some peanut butter, because then you've got your protein, your veg, mm-hmm. um, your carbs and your good fat. Mm-hmm. And then for dinner will be the same meal again. So I'll do something like salmon protein. with brown rice. Yeah. Um, it's all very healthy. That sounds like a diet of somebody booze. who's like, that's a really healthy diet. It's like, pro- I feel yeah. absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Really, really great. Um, and I, I mean, the, the training itself is physically extremely intense um it's very emotionally intense as well which the the trainers at pride boxing um john and dave have done an incredible job of really preparing us for Mm. what it feels like to really get hit and the experience can be very difficult for a lot of people for a lot of reasons because you don't know people's past experiences and what they're going through and, and you need to be very mindful of that um and you yourself need to be mindful of that about how it's going to feel for you because Mm. there's no messing around like this is proper boxing you Mm. do get punched hard in the face and the head and the body and everything else and um it can be difficult to get and I don't think it's something that you ever get used to but Mm. actually being able to to take that and and where it can bring you emotionally depending on your your past experiences but we're the the training group that i'm in is just the most incredible group of people we're showing up two three times a week every single week rain hail and shine it's proper blood sweat and tears um we're all going through it together um the event itself is the 19th of march at the clapham grand which get your tickets everyone get you, your tickets. Can, you certainly can you can get tickets at um, prideboxing.co.uk you can follow um the journey of what we're doing on instagram um at prideboxinguk and yeah maybe because this is obviously as well um as well as an amazing fitness initiative um raising plenty of funds for the albert kennedy trust um so maybe after we put this episode out i might put the little fundraising link in our bio yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe 24 hours a ton or so. of money already i have been absolutely staggered by 
the amazing generosity of of you guys and and everybody else that has donated bought tickets bought tables thanks kim mm. <laughs> for buying the table we're on the table we're there's, on the there's, table there's a, yeah. a slacks yeah. uh slacks and friends slacks ringside outing. table um and people have just been so incredibly generous and it's felt like i mean everyone at my work and you guys and everyone has just been asking me how's it going and and just really keeping me motivated to show up that many times a week and to push myself harder physically and emotionally than i've ever done and stick to a fucking ridiculous diet which i'm taking a break on after the 19th of march um but yeah shout out to everybody at, at pride boxing we're doing an amazing job we're raising shit loads of money for the albert kennedy trust and yeah if you can spare a few quid click on the link that i'll put in the bio of at slacks podcast on instagram so and yeah i have two questions True. the first one being um are all the people that you're training with going to be competing in yeah. the match? Okay, yes. so you know who your competition is already. Um, I don't know who I'm going to be fighting exactly, okay. but I will have met the person. Yes. Okay. It would be one of the people that you're yeah. training with. It would be with. one of the people. <gasps> okay, I actually have more with. than yeah. two questions. Ask so <laughs> second question is, now I'm... In particularly intrigued why you chose boxing since we as a group of friends sometimes go to one rebel boxing <laughs> and Darina mm -hmm. has not taken a liking to one rebel whereas two of us <laughs> myself and Vix included are obsessed with one rebel yeah so why hang on hang on we need to explain what one rebel is oh sorry well one rebel is a gym um where they have a boxing class and they also have like a hardcore cardio class that's divided between a treadmill weights and what's the other thing it's hardcore man i hate that class yeah it's really hard it's hardcore so why yeah so where did that come from because i when when i heard that you were doing boxing i was like she hates boxing <laughs> right okay that, that is a great question because i did think about that myself and yeah when you do a boxing class it's the kind of boxing classes that i was used to was basically boxer size so yeah. you have a um a punching bag in front of you there's an instructor there's a ton of people in the class there's an instructor that's like saying you know i want you to you know two jabs and a right hook it's and like then, cardio it's yeah, hardcore it's, cardio it's, exactly yeah. and you're right i did find it quite dull because yeah. punching a bag is just not the same experience as as a human a human <laughs> and it's a whole other she's a beast it's she's a, becoming the, a beast <laughs> it's a whole other dynamic and i found that um in like those kind of boxing classes that i wasn't being pushed enough like okay. i could hide and i did i hide i hid behind the bag yeah and was just yeah, like you said that. jab jab yeah. whatever yeah. and they're like 25 burpees and i'm like i'll do like four because no one can see me <laughs> um and it didn't push me enough and what i really enjoy about all forms of exercise um and especially boxing was that you you just have to dig deep like mm. the other person that's that you're matched with even when you're sparring and we do this a few times a week they're not cutting you any slack you've really got to find everything you have physically mm. and mentally mm. to survive for mm. you know three two minute rounds and that's okay. a whole other experience than and I love One Rebel, but any gym that gives you free Prosecco on a Friday is like... <laughs> I never drink it. I think it's weird. It's, I agree. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I give mean, me water. This is hardcore. I do love it, though, because you get, like, the cold towels. This is, like, flash bougie gym. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it just didn't push me enough. It's really good yeah. for ther therapy if you really like punching a bag. 
So, you know, it, I, I'm an advocate. I actually really miss it. I, I, I really, really miss that hardcore physical exercise. I mean, I'm definitely going to keep up some form of boxing. What was your first question? That I, to- I asked my first question. So my third okay. question sure. is, have you actually bled yet? I haven't actually. Thank- thankfully, I've not bled. We did have a nosebleed on Sunday. Um, Christina gave Joanna a, um, a nosebleed. Uh, I okay. think she might have been the first, actually. Okay. I haven't seen any others. Next question. Yeah. Have you been punched in the face yet? Oh yeah, several. How many times? times? Um, I can't. I can't even. I can't no even. Idea. So that many. Countless. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you get face You haven't. And you you get haven't had shot. a black eye or any bruises on your face. I mean, you look pretty flawless. Yeah. yeah. I haven't. You got um, a little helmet type. Like, yeah. You have thing. to wear a gum shield and a um a head guard. Yeah. So, but, but it's no open face. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. open face. Yeah. Um, I have gotten a few proper slaps to the face for mm. sure. Proper punches. But is it more punches to the body, or is it? You just get really, and they the trainers do drill this into you, and they will repeat it constantly. And you understand why they do is that you have got to keep your guard up. You've got to keep your guard up. Your hands, your arms. Um, up. you've got to keep your hands yeah. Um, yeah. in front of your face, basically. Yeah. And you do get you do get good at doing that. Yeah. Um, so you're less the the better you are at doing that, the less likely you are to um, to get a punch in the face. Presumably, the taller you are as well. There are a few people that are <laughs> my height. Really? Yes. So Vix and I were talking about this because we were like. Because we really were like, Dorita's the last person we thought that would do a boxing match. Like, if anyone, yeah. it would be me and Vix because we just love boxing so much. And we I'm just. I'm surprised that, like, you guys didn't consider it. I didn't it. even know this is a thing you could do. But I honestly, it, it would freak me out to do it because mm. it's like one of those things. Like, I've trained before for runs, for longer runs. You actually, you came to support me that one I year did. that I did. Yes. And I found that run to be really difficult. And, like, the training for it is, it's tough, you know? Mm. Um, but anyway, I guess the point is, is that, you know, Vix and I, like, we're, we're quite scrappy. So we know and we're short. So we know we're like, man, if mm. we were fighting Dorita, like, it would be so hard to get anywhere <laughs> above her chest. Punches from yeah. above. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, there must be some benefit yeah, to for, that. For the record, I'm 5'11", so I am quite tall. But there and I'm 5'4". There are people in the <laughs> class who are my equal height. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned punches to the chest because I've never known how painful a punch to the boob <gasps> yeah. is. Yeah, really? fucking hurts. Have Someone's you ever have you been winded boob. yet? I got properly winded on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can you can wear a chest protector, which I've got and I'm going to wear for the match. But it makes my boobs look like Lara Croft because it's like there's amazing. nothing wrong with that. Most amazing. Boobs. Yeah. Double no, D. I'm into it. I'm double D. Double D. <laughs> Um, can you tell us a bit about Pride Boxing? Because, like, what are they about? What do they do? Like, I'm guessing it's LGBTQ boxing, but... Exactly, exactly that, yeah. So Pride Boxing um, aims and does an incredible job at providing a very safe safe space for LGBTQ plus um, people to come and train and learn a new skill um, in a field that traditionally is is very straight and very male. And hasn't always been accessible to everybody, hasn't always been accessible to LGBTQ+, hasn't been accessible to women, etc. And they do an incredible job at creating this safe space for people to come and get fit and learn a new skill in a, in, in a completely safe space. But at the same time, um, mobilizing lots of people to raise money for an incredible cause. Mm. Um, so they do the event, which is called Courage um, Boxing. 
think they've done it a few times now. I think Courage in its current form has only happened twice. I think this, or it will happen twice. This will be the second one. Um, there's limited enough spaces on the um, in the group itself because they need to keep it obviously um, reasonably limited so they can train people properly, etc. But I think there's probably going to be another one. I think there'll probably be another one around um, Pride in London. Um, maybe after we do this one on on March the 19th. But yeah, there's um, there's lots of people involved at the Pride Boxing side. There's two trainers. There's John and Dave, both are, uh, both of which are ex-professional boxers. Um, and also there's a, a number of other people. I mentioned Sherelle Brown, who comes and trains us on, on Sundays for the extra um, sparring and ring craft sessions. There's Jem, who does everything like admin base. She helps us with the ticket sales. She runs this huge whatsapp group that we're all in that just like is constant in terms of people asking How many questions people? um 53 people oh, wow. at last count oh, wow. and um yeah it's it pops off constantly but um but Gem is always at the other end of the whatsapp um to answer any questions and and they've all said um very openly they've said this is a completely safe space for everybody if somebody isn't being respectful towards you or isn't using the correct pronouns or is making you uncomfortable, please come and talk to us. It's an open open space to talk. And yeah, they've they've done an incredible job of making sure that everybody feels safe and involved and, and we're all doing it for an incredible cause. Yeah, so it's amazing. Yeah. And um, and lastly, mm-hmm. um you mentioned a few times how surprised you both were that I decided that I was gonna sign up and do an actual boxing match. And that has been something on a personal front that's been super interesting for me as well, because I've really enjoyed challenging people's perceptions of me. Mm. And I've I've been interested in doing this for a long mm. time. And it's only now, obviously, that I've I've signed up and I've I'm actually doing it. And and doing something like this, I feel is is actually so me. It's like I really love keeping fit. I really want to learn a new skill. I'm not actually afraid to get hit in the face or punched or winded or hurt I kind of have that really in me I have that Mm. kind of fighting spirit Mm. in me and it's a really healthy outlet for it and and I think it's a side of me that people didn't think was there and like people kind of think I think people maybe see me and think I'm quite maybe physically quite slight I think as well because I'm tall and they're like but you're gonna get hurt and I'm like I'm going to fucking hurt the other person, actually. <laughs> I, they're like, whoa, you're like hard. And I'm like, no, I'm not hard. I just have that in me and I'm I'm happy to be able to express Do it. Do you feel like it's quite a therapeutic thing for you? Like, have you found something that you feel like is quite like a release? Yeah, I think exercise in general um, is an amazing therapeutic release. But it is different from the boxing because I find the boxing that we do like the car the hardcore cardio boxing quite mm. therapeutic for me mm. whereas you found yourself slacking so mm. it sounds like this is something that really holds holds you accountable and Absolutely, like you need to show yeah. up and you cannot like you can't dig you around. can't no you can't right yeah. so have you found you know even like just fighting real people in a sense like quite therapeutic for you it's an interesting question because I've definitely found a lot of ac- aspects of it very therapeutic. The actual, you know, the not the actual when you're sparring and you're you're fighting someone, but the um, the cardio training that they do mm. and the the strength training that they do and and all of that and and doing it in such a supportive environment with amazing people has mm. been hugely therapeutic. Okay. Um, when it actually comes to 
physically hurting another person mm. i have found that quite difficult at mm. times mm. um it's a very it, it can feel very difficult when you see somebody hurt and mm. you have physically hurt them mm. um and that's tough and your first instinct is to immediately stop what you're doing and go to them and yeah. and like hug them and be like i'm so sorry i didn't mean it yeah. Like, that's the first thing that comes yeah. out of everybody's mouth. It's like, I'm so yeah. sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then the other person's like, it's okay. And then <laughs> what you have to learn to do from both sides is that if you hurt someone like that in a boxing situation, you have to keep going. Yeah. Do you feel like you're not, like, because now you've been training with everyone, I'm going to call your team. It's a team. It sounds team. like it's a team atmosphere. Yeah. So do you feel like you're not kind of... uh punching or jabbing at like your fullest because you know mm. people do you know what I mean yeah um that's something that's definitely getting a little bit harder because we are I think um bonding a lot more as a team and as friends and you start to learn more about people's experiences and, mm. and how they're finding it and how they're feeling and and you know getting the tube home with them and mm. and you know texting them and like mm. being you know friends yeah, yeah. And then you're in a situation where you might get matched with them or yeah. you might have to spar with them and you don't want to hurt people ever anyway, even yeah. if you don't yeah. care who they are. But especially yeah. when you know more about them, that's an interesting barrier to, mm. to overcome. Mm. Um, but you've just got to remember that you're both doing it for the, the same reasons. Mm. And um, no one wants to hurt anybody. Yeah. I think no yeah, one truly wants to hurt anybody. Um, but yeah, it's it's. It's interesting. Do definitely. you think you'll continue boxing after this? I think I'm going to take a little break, eat a couple of burgers and some pizza, <laughs> get drunk because I haven't been drunk in months. Um, and yeah, take some time off. Yeah. But I feel like I've really learned a new skill mm. and I'm hopefully never, you know, need to use it in a real life situation. But it feels really good learning a new physical skill, a new sport. Well, you must have so learned maybe. a lot about yourself because I feel like mm. even I can only pull on my own experience from doing boxing in a in a in a gym, right? So I've never actually fought somebody before. Um, well, actually, that's not true. When I was 15 years old, somebody beat the shit out of me on my birthday in what? front of all of oh, my friends, no, only because birthday. I was standing up for my friends. So there was like a group of us girls. Since I went to an all girls school, so I pretty much only had female friends. <laughs> nothing has really changed um <laughs> that's not true i have male friends too but mostly females um and then and then there was another group of females at the bowling alley and there was this one girl who just kept talking shit about my friends and i heard them so we were kind of in between the register and then outdoors so it was like this weird reception area mm. and then i heard her and i was like what'd you say bitch hey. and she goes she's like She's like, yeah, you heard me like you fucking bitches like blah, 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 blah. Like just like throwing all of this like, Ew. you know, dirt at our at my friends. And I was like, shut the fuck up and eat your Doritos. And she's like, what'd you say? And I'm like, oh, God, I'm like, what did I say? And because she was like five times my size. Like, I don't know oh, what I was man. doing. I was 15. And so then somebody from the actual bowling alley. One of the workers said, take it outside. And I was like, what do you mean take it outside? Take I was like, what? there's nothing to be taken outside. And so then he was like, you need to get out. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then all of a sudden I'm outside and this girl who is eating the Doritos grabs me by the hair, slams <gasps> me against the wall, oh, jumps no. on top of me. 
And all the while, my dad pulls up in a minivan, honking his horn with his bright lights on. There is like this woman on me. My two smallest friends of the entire group, there was like 15 of us, the smallest bitches were the ones to try to pull her off of me. Wow. And I remember at the time. What was your dad doing in all of this? He has a really high-pitched voice, my dad, okay? It's not the first thing you thought I would say. And he just started yelling. He was like, get off of her, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, it was such a blur. Anyway, oh so, and I remember one thing. I remember just feeling so violated yeah. by being hit because yeah. it wasn't something that I was ever used to. Yeah, I used to get, like, my brothers and I used to fight, you know, yeah, whatever. But it, it was it was incredibly violating experience for mm-hmm. me. And I... And I think about boxing and I feel like, have, did you ever feel at any point mm. like violated? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. I felt that a few times, more than a few times, probably in different kind of shades every time um, getting hit is it's there's something very <laughs> unnatural about it because you yeah. fully feel your um, your fight or flight instinct kick in. You get a massive rush of adrenaline that can make you feel quite sick. Mm. Um, and at the same time. It's fight or get beaten up. So right. you've got to find it in you to um, dig deep and, and fight back and defend yourself mm. because that other person is not going to stop. And mm. it is it can feel violating. But what's quite interesting is that when you get hit hard, and I think this is quite a common experience, when you get hit and you get hurt, first you feel shock and mm. you feel like, what the fuck? But then you get really fucking angry. Yeah. Really? And then you can see it like I've seen it in other people where I've, I know I've hurt them and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's coming <laughs> for me now. And you can see them bite down on their gum shield and they fucking clock you. Yeah. yeah. And you've got to take it because you're like, oh, oh I kind of asked back. for this. Or fight, or, fight back. Back. or fight back. And then you get angry because they've um. Well, that's not the you. first time you had a black eye. <laughs> it's not the first time I've had a black eye. And many people <laughs> have mentioned this. Not by a human and an inanimate <sighs> object. Slacks went to uh, went on holiday. It's where Slacks was founded. We went to Dingle in County Kerry um, almost two years ago. Fuck, it's nearly two years ago now. Oh my god, that's insane. And long story short, I was in a hot tub having the time of my life. Giggity, giggity. There was a beautiful scenery. Everything was amazing. And then me and our good friend Kate decided to get out of the hot tub, put the cover back on the hot tub. Like good citizens. Like good citizens, good um, Airbnb people. And um, there was a metal bar attached Mm. to the hot tub cover that hit me right in the right eye. You're lucky you didn't lose your eye, to be honest. It, yeah. Was, yeah. it came from about 12 feet in the air and yeah. hit me right on my face. As black oh, yeah. eyes go, that was... that was It was that a was, shiner. That yep. was a shiner. It was that a was proper serious. shiner, so I'm hoping I won't have a left eye to match on um, the 20th of March. So the last question and slash request, it's not really a question. Uh, actually, it is a question. Um, so we are going to do a live feed of the boxing match. Oh yeah. Are you okay with that slash? Right? <laughs> We're not asking. We're, We're just kinda telling you. Oh, um yeah. to know what I'm gonna have my mind on so many other things. Exactly. So fine. we're thinking of a couple of ways to do this for Slack. So Facebook we could live. do sorry, not Facebook Live, Instagram Live. We could do Instagram Live. We could also do like an audio record. Do you have a preference? Because I think it'd be oh, hilarious wow. to be like, and there's Arena taking the punch. Oh right hook there. No. Um <laughs> 
Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> Sto- I mean, do we could it. do stories. We, we could, could do, do a combination of I'm going to leave that all Whatever to is, you guys. Yes, I have two questions. Sure. So Slack listeners, you're going to get to actually see Dorina. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. there's going to be some live stories. They're going to be some kind of recording. But you guys, I mean, obviously, we encourage everyone to like donate and everything. But obviously, those of you that can't be there, you'll be there via the live recording of sorts. And obviously, please donate if you can, because the organization is an incredible cause. Yeah. And the organization is, again, the Albert Kennedy Trust. There you go. Right. So I've got one last question because mm-hmm. we're nearly running out of time. Um, I want to know about your outfit. Yeah. Yeah. We all want to know about your outfit. So oh, and, 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 song, yeah. and the song you're coming on to. And okay. any gifts that you would have gotten associated with your outfit. <laughs> okay. Yes. So my incredible friends um, gave me an absolutely. Shout out to us. Shout out to you guys, honestly. And, and everybody, Kim, Amy, um, Steph, Katie, Leanne. Um, Kate Sullivan, Rachel, everybody, and I, I think that's got everybody, but I'm so sorry if I've left anybody out, but everybody got me an incredible present, um, which is a boxing robe, like a ring robe. Um, Bejeweled, bedazzled. Bedazzled yeah. with my fighter name, which is Double D. Double which D. The, the origins Woo-woo. of which I'll probably never talk about. Um, it's my bra size, okay? I'm just going to say it. I mean, people I, think it's I like... started calling you Double D. Out of nowhere. Yeah, but you know why I was yeah. always called Double D. Yeah, but because I thought I made up that name because I knew your bra size. You might have actually. Someone <laughs> deserves credit for well, it. Now everyone knows your bra yeah, size. Right? There you go. Especially at the I'm match. actually an E. Me too. But I yeah, thought I was I'm a double D too. But you know what? You need to stay double D. Did we get you oh, the wrong stay. robe? No, no, that's my actual fighter okay, name is, is double, double D. Double E just sounds like you're in really into ecstasy. Double E doesn't sound like, <laughs> no. um, double D sounds like a lot of things that I don't want to go into. So that's Dangerous why I was Durina. like, yeah, sure. Oh, uh, that's oh, yeah. why I said it's my And there's an Irish flag size. on it as well. Yep. On the robe. I think so. Isn't there? Yeah. Oh, there's not? Oh. Maybe I haven't well, seen Well, we haven't one. seen it in person. We've only seen like the renders of it, you know? I thought yeah. the when... renders an Irish flag. Yeah, I thought I so too. Didn't... I'm going to have to double check Double that. check, double D. Oh, double, double D check, double, double check. D. I didn't see that. But <laughs> yes, my incredible friends got me a black um, silky uh, boxer's robe with it's a classy double affair. D. It's very classy, emblazoned we'll it. on we'll the back. We'll post it on the ground. Um, which I'm just beside myself and cannot wait to wear. And after that, it's going to be um, just black. I've got black boots, black um, shorts and a black boot protector that nice. I'm going to be wearing. Like um, a sports bra. It's like a sports bra, okay. yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to be in the red corner or the blue corner, but um, they give you gloves that are the color of the, the side of the ring that you're in. So you nice. can differentiate the... Um, the fighters so yeah i think i've got the outfit pretty covered what about songs um so yeah songs has been a difficult choice for me i've gone from all sorts um i think i've settled on the one that it's going to be so exclusive reveal <gasps> um montel jordan this is how we do it nice. oh. Yeah, I agonized. Strong choice. That's a solid choice. I like yeah. that. Choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be Skilo, I wish. You know no, that song? I think this is a better song. I thought, what about Bring Him Out, Bring Him Out, that Jay-Z one? It's like, I've, I've gone through choice? that one, um, mm. but I don't want to, yeah, yeah. It just didn't feel like the, the one. I think you chose the right one. Yeah. It's a good song. Has anyone else in the team got a bedazzled robe? 
Not to my knowledge. No, not to my knowledge. Beginners. That's um, going to be a surprise to everyone, I hope. I did send it to the WhatsApp group oh. because I was so proud of it. Okay, fair um, I did send it. So, yeah, some people are, are aware of it, but hopefully they're, you know, um, inspired and working on their own. I know everybody is like working on what they're going to wear. Um, so brilliant. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, we're so excited. It's gonna be great. So it's March 19th. March 19th. It's not long to go now. Um, when we put this episode live, I'll put the... Um, the just giving link in the biog for maybe 24 48 hours so if you've got a couple of quid to spare it would be amazing if you could support the cause and uh yeah if you want to follow pride boxing on instagram it's at pride boxing uk and if you want any other info they're on www.prideboxing.co.uk and shout out to the amazing group of people that's doing it shout out to jem and john and dave the trainers as well and sherelle um and check yeah. out our feeds as well because we're going to be post- posting some yeah. hot, hot double D content. I'm so Jesus excited! So ex- I just got a new phone with a new camera. So oh my god! Well, <laughs> look who's going to be out. Can I get like apart from the live feed? Could I please have some kind of approval process? Because it's not going to be pretty. There's going to be nope. blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair play. I tried. Um, well, okay. we're very excited. So, guys, this episode has been a really good mashup of what we've been up to over the yeah. past couple of months. Uh, next week, we'll have an exciting new topic that we're very excited to talk about. I don't know what I just said. We just haven't decided what it is yet, but we're really excited. Um, but anyway, thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you soon. On the flip side. On the thanks, flip side. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.